Hi listeners, and welcome to the True Crime Weekly Podcast, a podcast that is based in San Diego and hosted by me, Alina Trujillo, and my producer, Jose Fernandez. This is a podcast where I will be bringing you stories of murders, infamous cases, and unsolved mysteries. In July 1984, the deceased body of 17-year-old Gary Lowers was discovered in a shallow grave in the Estequia Woods. A knife had been viciously plunged into his head, neck, and chest 17 times. It is said that the devil, drugs, and rock and roll led 17-year-old Ricky Casso to the ritual murder and eventually to his own suicide. This is the story of Ricky Casso and the murder of Gary Lowers. Okay, Jose, so I actually heard through the grapevine that this story that you're about to tell us was actually recommended by one of our crew members, a.k.a. listener. Is that correct? That is correct. So I looked it up and it mm-hmm. seemed more like my type of story versus yours. Oh. So I figured... That's why it was handed to you? Yeah. So it's <laughs> headed my way. So yeah, this is a story of Ricky Casso and Gary Lowers. Okay. Well, so, I'm very excited. You should be. <laughs> I, no, I am. I'm very excited. Um, I always get excited when listeners actually recommend stories for us to do. So... I'm excited to see what this one's about. I don't think I've heard of Ricky Casso. Yeah, for sure. It was like back in the 80s. And I guess what caught my attention was the whole like devil worship. And then there was like a media frenzy around what? this thing. Wait, 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 wait. Hold up. Why were you excited about the devil worshiping? Are you a devil worshiper? No. <laughs> that scares me. Oh. <laughs> so it piqued my interest. <laughs> so then I was like, okay, that's interesting. Then it started going the satanic panic and all this crazy oh, mm-hmm. stuff. So that's what got my attention. So anyways, why don't we go ahead and get started? So Northport is a serene middle upper class city of around 7,200 people. And it's 40 miles east of Manhattan on the north shore of Suffolk County in New York. In 1984, this little town of Northport was really considered a safe place. Okay. Okay. Um, Most parents didn't think twice about leaving their kids alone while they went out to work. Right. Mm -hmm. And kind of normal for like the eighties, right? Seventies, eighties and stuff. That's what I feel. Yeah. Things definitely have changed since then. Mm -hmm. Leaving kids alone. I feel like was the standard. I remember being left alone with my brother all the time. Sometimes like for a weekend. (laughs) (laughs) weekend. We would get like, we'd go shopping for TV dinners or like my parents would leave us. 20 bucks to order Pizza Hut. <laughs> oh, Pizza Hut. That sounds so good. <laughs> so, Ricky Castle was known as a school drug dealer. Okay. He was known for doing a ridiculous amount of LSD and PCP. Oh, wow. Okay. Yeah. Friends and acquaintances said that they never saw him really sober, so much so that he actually earned the nickname of the Acid King because he'd be dropping acid. Ew, not cool. Yeah. So he hadn't always been that way. It kind of changed throughout his life. Up until about junior high school, he had been a clean-cut kid. His mother was a teacher, and his father was a school football coach. So kind of weird that he went in that direction, right? But around seventh grade, he began to change. And that was actually, unfortunately, the first time that he had dropped acid. What led him to that? I don't know. But, you know, as a kid. Seventh grade? Yeah, seventh grade. Dang. So Castle's behavior went downhill from there. And he quickly spiraled into a bad addiction problem. Mm -hmm. Knowing that he had a problem, though, his family actually enrolled him in a community drug program. But Castle didn't really take it seriously, and he just kind of skipped it. Mm. So the family actually later on committed him to a psychiatric facility. But 
that didn't really stick either. Wait, but if he had a drug problem, why do they all of a sudden... I mean, was there also a mental illness? Do you know? Do we know? Well, I'll kind of get to it a little bit further down. Oh, but okay. I think it also had to do with just his like attitude, his frame of mind. Okay. And he'd always kind of kid around about killing himself. So, kid around? Yeah, he'd like joke around about killing himself or throw it out there. Like oh it was whatever, you know? Okay. So, I mean, I assume they were taking it seriously. But mm-hmm. on that, on top of the drug problem, right. that was very blatant. I think all that mixed together, they thought, well, we kind of he gets institutionalized into a mental hospital maybe Mm -hmm. things will change he won't be able to do drugs and he'll get cleaned up too right on top of getting him help so later on the family actually ended up kicking him out of the house and he was just like a young teenager at that point he was forced to really just go crash at friends houses or sleep in the nearby estakia woods and during this time, well, one day while in the school library, Casso found some books on Satanism mm-hmm. and the occult. And it kind of piqued his interest. Okay, hold on. He found these books in the school library? Yeah, which I thought was super weird. Yes! <laughs> like, why like, would they even what? have that in there? I know! It makes you wonder, like, was it really there by the school? Or was it kind of like... Like a kid just went and left it there? Yeah, I don't know. It's... I don't know, it's, it's kind of weird. Yeah. I would hope to never weird. find that or for kids to be able to find something like that. I know. So he actually ended up just carrying around the satanic Bible and randomly saying, hell Satan. Ew. Yeah. So Casa soon lost interest in school mm-hmm. and he dropped out when he was 16. Okay. So without school out of the way, he began even doing more drugs, more LSD, which was he referred to as mescaline and also PCP. His friends and his classmates would actually say that he, it was not uncommon for him to do about 40 tabs of acid a day, along with PCP, uh-huh. marijuana, and really whatever other drug that he could get his hands on. So he definitely had a, a severe problem. Yeah. And think about it, at 16, right? So Castle, like a lot of his friends, was a big fan of heavy metal bands like ACDC, yeah. Black Sabbath, Judas Priest, you know, all those like 80s hard yeah. rock bands, right? Mm-hmm. And I guess one thing that maybe piqued his interest, too, is that especially around the 80s, mm-hmm. metal bands typically had music and album covers of dark, gothic, devil-worshipping type of things, right? Okay. You better not be trying to blame this on the metal bands, because I will object. <laughs> like, I I mean, I know what you mean. I remember even when I started getting into ACDC, like, I remember... Um, there was like rumors where if you played the record like backwards, backwards you, yeah. which I was like, oh, let's do it. That's yeah. creepy. <laughs> I'm not sure like which which actual bands would they would say that about. It seems like anything, even mm-hmm. like Kiss and stuff. So yeah. I don't really know. But yeah, I mean, that's a thing. During this time, that was like really a thought. You got to think back then there was a whole satanic panic thing going around. That's true. So people were really terrified that there was this whole underground thing Mm -hmm. of devil worship and it was just creating this influence in combination with drugs the music yeah and it was leading people to do bad things Mm -hmm. like murder people right so that was just like prevalent out there during that time okay so it's not sure if it was all the hallucinogenics but castle took the devil worship very seriously Mm mm-hmm he would do acid and hang out at the local cemetery. And he would go to the cemeteries really just to hang out, smoke 10 bags of angel dust, and try to get in touch with the devil. Oh. That was his thing, right? Okay. 
Yeah. Super weird. Not completely opposite of what I'd be trying to do. Mm-hmm. So You don't want to hang out at cemeteries? No. No, not at all. I do. <laughs> no, thank you. I kind of do. Like, it'd be fun. Like, you know, like, okay. Like, I understand. Yes. We'll let's remember. record. Let's take pictures. Oh, no. Let's bring the Ouija board. Let's see what happens. Oh, no. Well, remember that one time? It was over that, that old town cemetery. And there's that ghost tour. Yep. And I'll do it all over again. Mm-mm. Took that picture. Something really creepy was in the... Oh, no. Mm-hmm. I didn't want to talk about it. Love it. Nope. But he did have a crew of close friends, including Jimmy Troiano, Albert Quinones, and Gary Lowers. At one point, Castle had a fascination with the need to get a hold of a human skull. Oh, my God. Why? I don't know. It's kind of unclear. But mm-hmm. his crew of friends actually helped Caso dig when he decided he wanted to get a skull from an old revolutionary era cemetery. Oh no. Mm-mm. It's not really certain why he wanted the skull. Some said he wanted to use it in a satanic ritual at Mm-mm. the Amityville Whorehouse. Okay. Others said he wanted to sell it for drug money, which really Who would buy it? never mind. <laughs> I you know, I don't know. I mean, but it's yes, strike that. <laughs> <laughs> It's not entirely certain why he wanted the skull, right? Mm-hmm. But either one of these kind of seems like a viable option given, okay, he's a drug addict, and on the other hand, he's doing some devil worship stuff, right? So let me help a guy out? No. <laughs> well, I gotta think, they're all into drugs oh, yeah, and that's stuff. True. Okay. So they're all kind of doing the same thing and mm-hmm. hallucinating, seeing weird things. <laughs> so one night he even went to the Amityville Whorehouse to celebrate Walper Gishna. And I might be butchering that, but that's okay. It's an early German pagan feast night when the devil spirits gather. Okay. Yeah, and that's not weird at the Amityville mm-hmm. Whorehouse. Like, whoa, it's crazy to me. Well, I'm assuming just because they're close to it. Like, I'm assuming, like, maybe stuff like that goes around here in San Diego and it'll be at the, the Whaley House? House or something. I don't know. I mean, maybe. I don't know, but it seems kind of as another element of creepiness to it. You know what mm-hmm. I mean? Yeah, I agree. Well, he ended up later getting caught with a human skull and <laughs> a hand, okay? And he was arrested. Wait, a skull and a hand? Yeah, skull and a hand. Oh, okay. So a year after that grave robbing incident, Castle came down with pneumonia. Remember when he was out there being homeless and stuff, so he wasn't really able to take care of himself that well. Right. Well, and the drugs. That too. Well, while he was in the hospital, his mother tried to have him committed to another psychiatric facility try to take that opportunity okay they try to have him institutionalized at long island jewish hospital Mm -hmm. but the psychiatrist determined his mental health did not warrant institutionalization and they actually ended up releasing him oh wow okay so according to casso and these are in his words he bullshitted the psychiatrist sent to evaluate him Mm -hmm. denying having any suicidal thoughts or doing any devil worship and the psychiatrist determined that Caso was just antisocial, but wasn't a danger to anyone. And again, therefore, he couldn't involuntarily be committed. Hmm. One night, Caso was so high that he passed out at a party from his own drugs. Hmm. Well, while he was out, Gary Lowers, who's 17, a friend of his, took 10 bags of angel dust from Caso's jacket. Oh, no. <clears throat> yeah, kind of a, a big mistake. Yeah. Well, when Castle woke up and realized he'd been robbed, he was pretty pissed off. Yeah. Lowers confessed immediately and returned five of the bags. But weren't they ten? 
Well, he kind of smoked the rest. And oh, my gave God. gave the rest away to friends. So Ooh. he was kind of screwed out of that, right? Yeah. So he did promise to pay him back for the other five. Okay. So he kind of like prepared like a payment plan with him. Oh, my God. <laughs> okay. For the $50 that he owed Casso. Okay. Okay. So 50 bucks. Okay. Fair enough. He was going to eventually pay him. But again, still, Casa was pretty angry about this mm-hmm. and he wouldn't really forget about the incident. So he frequently kind of like messed with him and mm-hmm. would beat him up. So it wasn't out of the ordinary. And you think like this is one of the guys that he was actually hanging out with beforehand. He but, sounds like, yeah, he sounds like that jerk friend that's like, oh, he's kind of a jerk, but for some reason he's still my friend. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I mean, the thing is, like, the other guy had a problem too, you know? So that's he was true. kind of his probably a supplier for the drugs. So, yeah, um, yeah just bad, a really bad environment. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? But by mid June, Lowers had finally paid Castle off. Okay? okay. So at that point, things kind of seemed to be patched up between them, mm-hmm. at least according to everybody that kind of ran in their circle. Okay. Well, on June 19th, 1984, Rookie Castle, along with his 18-year-old friend, James Troiano, and another local addict, and his other friend, Albert Quinones, also 17-year-old, again, all of them are addicts, lured Lowers into the woods with a promise of getting high. So, at first, Lowers didn't really want to go. But get this, Castle offered to buy him jelly donuts, <laughs> and that really... <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry, that totally, like... You know, again, you just said you wouldn't spend the night at a cemetery. I said, yeah, sure. I'm willing to try. That's how I would lure you to try. I knew you were going to say that. I it's knew like, it. That's what I was I will buy you a dozen jelly donuts. And you'd be like, done. I don't need a dozen. <laughs> I just need one. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> so oh, anyways, man. as a promise to get high and jelly donuts, <laughs> sound like a good time. Hey. So he went to the woods with them. Like I said, I probably would have done the same thing. <laughs> Anyways, the four boys with some other friends found a spot in the woods to make a bonfire. But they had a hard time getting the wet wood to burn. So then Lowers was peer pressured into taking off his socks Mm -hmm. and cutting off the sleeves from his jean jacket so he can throw them in the fire to burn it. Oh, because of the wood. Because of the wood wouldn't burn? Yeah, exactly. Oh, man. There's nothing worse than walking around like with your shoes with no socks on. Like, Oh. oh, I can't can't stand that feeling. I'd be like, hell no. I'll cut off the the sleeves of my jean jacket. Sure. You can take my whole jacket if you want, but yeah, no. Not the socks. Not the socks. <laughs> That's the case. May as well take my shoes. <laughs> yeah, so at this point, it was, again, the four boys, mm-hmm. but there was also a bunch of other friends, too. So this oh, was like a okay. big, kind of a big group of Like people. a gathering. Yeah. Mm-hmm. They're having a party. So this party started to get kind of weird because of all the drugs that were being consumed i can imagine and some weird ritualistic stuff started happening but you know i'll tell you more about that after this commercial break that was fantastic jose you want to know what I just did? What'd you do? I just tried. I opened up, and you don't get any. I opened up the new wine that I received from Wine of the Month Club. So do you, Jose, want to treat yourself or someone special to great wines month after month? I would love to. Well, now you can with Wine of the Month Club. With Wine of the Month Club, you get three different bottles of rare international wine every month. You get to choose from all red, all white, or mixed. 
You can also choose to do a package every two months or three months if that's a better option for you. And every package ships with their monthly newsletter covering your selections and our listener favorites. Fun facts! We are a proud affiliate, which means if you go to truecrimeweeklypodcast.com forward slash support the show and click on the Wine of the Club Month link and sign up, we will earn a commission. You can support the show and get wine delivered to your door by using promo code HOLIDAY15 to get $15 off any four-month club, or you can use promo code HOLIDAY20 for $20 off any six-month club, which sounds like a win-win to me. You get to stay home during this COVID-19 pandemic, quarantine by yourself, and your wines. And they ship free. What? Hey, Jose. So you know that during this pandemic, it could even be scary to go to the grocery store sometimes? Yeah, absolutely. Well, you can save yourself that trip using Instacart. Instacart delivers groceries in as fast as one hour. Instacart highlights deals to help you save money. They find everything you usually buy. You can get smart suggestions for new items. They even pick the freshest produce and they keep your eggs safe too. We are a proud affiliate of Instacart. So head over to truecrimeweeklypodcast.com forward slash support the show and click their link so now with the fire going the teens did what they normally did a bunch of drugs the four of them had taken a total of 40 tabs of lsd and smoked 17 baggies of pcp right so as the night went on the rest of the friends had left and it really just left the four boys Mm -hmm. right leaving casso troiano quinones and lowers Mm -hmm. fueled with a lot of drugs Casso demanded that Lowers remove his clothes and, and I quote, donate them to the fire. Oh, God, leave me alone. I know. He's just messing with this guy. Yeah. I, mean, I think he's still kind of, I mean, it's definitely lingering over what had happened before, right? Get over it. Well, he's not. But Lowers refused. Okay. So Casso, <laughs> right? Casso and Lowers started to fight. This is when it really goes downhill. Casso ended up stabbing Lowers in the back. He continued to stab him, and then he told Lowers to profess his love to Satan. At that point, Lowers cried out, I love you, Mom. Mm. That's horrible. Lowers tried to run, but Castle caught up to him, and Troyano actually helped pull him down as he continued to stab him. Oh, man. Now, at this point, they think that he's dead. Right, so now Troiano and Casso drag the body to another portion of the woods and try to cover the body with some brush. Mm. At that point, Castle's bent over the body, and he started to chant something about Satan. Mm. This is according to Troiano. Mm-hmm. But Lowers suddenly sat up, and Castle freaked out. Oh, uh, yeah. <laughs> Castle then took his knife and stabbed him multiple times in the face until oh. Lowers was finally truly dead. Oh, my God. It was a brutal stabbing. Like, almost his, his eye ball was out. Like, oh. It was gouged out. So at that point, the, the three teenagers... You know, really high, really messed up on drugs. They mm. left the woods. Afterward, Castle and Troyano threw the knife off of a bridge, and the three agreed to never tell anyone. Mm. But Castle couldn't keep it quiet. He told several friends what he had done, and he would brag about it, like laughing. Like that was the reason he was telling people. Most of them didn't believe him because it seemed like to be too gruesome to even be real. Mm-hmm. But he wouldn't keep his mouth shut. Oh my God. 
So then Castle decided to prove it. Over the course of a few days, he took several friends no. down to the woods. And I'm talking about like close to 20 people. Okay. What? To show Gary Lauer's decomposing remains. Oh, my and God. And brag about it to prove that he actually he did it. Oh. But get this. Not one of the friends told the police or even a parent. That's what I was going to ask you. Yeah. Oh, no. Mm-mm. One girl did tell um, tell Castle that he should at least cover the remains, like bury the body. Oh, okay. Gee, yeah. thanks. Like, here you go. Here's some advice. Because I feel bad. Mm. Two weeks went by after Lauer's murder, but his parents had done little more than ask a few of his friends. And they even actually reached out to Castle to see if they knew where he was. Mm-hmm. The thing is that Lauer's often ran away. So it wasn't really out of the ordinary for him to disappear for periods of time. Mm-hmm. Again, he was an addict, too. So... You know, I think the the parents just kind of expected him to come back at right. some point, but you know, Man, not take horrible. it too too seriously. Or right. something was you know really really wrong. Yeah. So at this point, the smell of his decomposing remains was getting really strong. So even creeping outside of the woods, mm-hmm. so Castle and Troiano started to panic a little bit, and they decided, you know what, we need to bury him. So they ended up digging a shallow grave and then pushed his body into it. Mm. Now, it's kind of gruesome. Because the decom- decomposition was already so advanced, mm-hmm. Lauer's skull actually detached from the body oh my God. while they were removing the remains. Mm-mm. And, of course, Castle found this very amusing oh, with his weird bitch. fascinations that he has. Mm-mm. So at this point, Castle and Toriano figured they had gotten away with a murder. Like, they're clean. That's mm-hmm. it. The body's done. Yeah, we told 20 people, but <laughs> everybody's keeping their mouth shut, so we're good. Mm-mm. But... Soon after, someone finally would speak up and call the police. They heard about how Castle had confessed to murdering Lowers and how he would take people out to the woods to look at the remains. Mm-hmm. Now, at first, the police didn't take the tip very seriously, oh, yeah. mainly because there had been no missing person report for oh, Lowers. Right, he wasn't right. even missing at this That's point. True. So mm-hmm. what, are, what is there to investigate? So they did eventually follow up on it. And using cadaver dogs, police discovered Lowers' remains buried in a very shallow grave on July 4th. An autopsy would show that he died from dozens of stab wounds in his back and face. That's horrible. Meanwhile, Casso and Troiano had made it to Chicago. They actually said, you know what, we're going to leave. I think they're actually trying to go. Their goal was to go to like California. Mm -hmm. But they made it to Chicago and then they decided, you know what, I miss my friends. Let's just go back. So they sold some drugs, and with the money they made, they bought like a cheap car and drove it back to Northport, New York. Mm-hmm. When they got back, they still didn't know that the police had been tipped off. So they, they still thought they were in the clear. Mm-hmm. They partied with their friends, and when the party was over, they slept in their car together, okay? Mm-hmm. But someone reported the car as suspicious to police. Mm-hmm. The first responding police officer saw Casso and Troiano sleeping inside. So now the police actually recognized immediately who they were. So then the police, what they were looking for them. Yeah, they were aware. So okay. with, the t- with the tip, they had given the information of Casso and Troiano and, okay. and Quinones too. Mm-hmm. So they're aware who they're looking for. They just didn't know where they were. Mm-hmm. Casso and Troiano woke up to 18 officers with their guns drawn surrounding the car. Police also arrested Quinones, who quickly made a deal. He seeked immunity from prosecution in exchange for his testimony. Hmm. 
And based on his testimony, both Castle and Triana were charged with the murder of Lowers. Okay. Now, Castle did deny it at first, but while he was under questioning, he actually did eventually confess. He never gave his reason as to why he killed Lowers, but he did say while he was stabbing him, he was shouting, and I quote, satanic stuff. But Casta would never face trial. The day after his arrest on July 7th, 1984, he committed suicide by hanging himself in the jail cell. Oh, you son of a bitch. Yeah, exactly. At this point, the media had heard about Castle's devil worshipping because the police press release stated that he belonged to a satanic cult and performed satanic rituals. And this really brought the media to go crazy over the story. You gotta remember, during the early to mid-80s, the satanic panic was definitely a thing, like we said before. Mm -hmm. Castle and his crew fit the mold because they were into drugs, devil worshipping, and they listened to heavy metal music. So, again, the media went nuts over this. Mm -hmm. So, with Quinones immune and Castle now dead, that left Troiano as the only suspect to face trial. The only evidence that prosecution had was Quinones' testimony. Mm -hmm. Now, Troiano's story changed quite a bit as he explained to his lawyers, and I quote, It's hard to remember exactly what happened when the trees are melting and the stars are rushing around. End quote. I mean, I guess that's kind of I mean, true. It is kind of true. They were super high and yeah. on hallucinogenics. So this was really the key to his defense. Ugh. Both Quinones and Troiano admitted to having taken at least 10 tabs of acid each and having smoked multiple bags of angel dust. So neither of their testimonies could be believed. <sighs> the stab wounds in Lauer's back could indicate he had been held down as Quinones claimed, right? Mm. Quinones claimed that Troiano held him down as right. he was stabbing him. But it could also indicate that Lars was passed out when Castle attacked him. Mm-hmm. So with no concrete evidence tying Troiano to the actual murder, he was found not guilty. Shut up. Yeah. Oh, that's so frustrating. It's so frustrating for, you know, Lars' family because obviously now they have no closure. There was no justice for them. I mean, they know what happened to their son, but... Mm-hmm. You know, where's where's the justice? Yeah, you know. At the end of the day, he was there. He had helped cover the body. He didn't mm-hmm. call out to the police. Like there was nothing. But again, they were high. So just because they were so high, that makes it okay. Like I, I just don't get that part. Right? Either. Yeah. No. Oh, that's so frustrating. It's frustrating. It also frustrates me. Like I hate that stigma of, oh well, you know, they drove to do this because of heavy metal. I hate that stigma. Like to me, that's just so wrong. And that, mm-hmm. you know, I feel like nowadays we've kind of driven away from, Oh, the music made them do it. Yeah. You know, yeah, I definitely. would hope so. Cause that, that's something that irritates me so much, but I know that there's also now, you know, we moved on to, Oh, well, because of the video games they played, that's something else that is just to me, the video game didn't force somebody to kill somebody. Heavy metal didn't cause anybody to kill anybody. You know what I mean? It's mm-hmm. just, to me, it's like there's an underlining issue with that person. Why can't we look at that instead of trying to blame other stuff? That's just, whew, that's just very frustrating to me. Yeah, no, for sure. I, I mean, it. I used heavy metal to scare my parents. 
<laughs> but again, I never, you know, killed anybody. Like, oh no, Melina's she's turning crazy. I'm not the institutionalizer. <laughs> yeah, I mean, it's a, it's super true. Like, except back then, that was just a, a moment of panic where your mm-hmm. parents would kind of freak out. Go, oh no, we don't want them to go in that direction because we don't know what's going to happen. Yeah, but except it's an unfortunate story. There were a lot of kind of people around a lot of witnesses that saw the body and nobody said anything but again i mean there were kids so i don't know i don't know how much (sighs) blame you can put on them but still i mean it's just a a gruesome attack and something really unfortunate that happened if you want to look at pictures and want more information on the cases we cover you can head over to truecrimeweeklypodcast.com you can also follow us on instagram at podcast true crime weekly And please don't forget to support the show by going to truecrimeweeklypodcast.com forward slash support the show. And I would truly love it and appreciate it if you will leave a five-star review and subscribe onto Apple Podcasts or wherever you like to listen. The only way that people find out about us is through subscribers and reviews. Thanks for listening.